Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show hosted by me, Christy Demetrakis, the Empowered Speaker. I'm the president and founder of the Empowered Speaker, a company focused on teaching people the power of dreams and purpose and the importance of faith in conquering the fears that limit us from reaching our highest potential. I'm also the author of Faith to Conquer Fear, Inspiration to Achieve Your Dreams. You can find out more about my services and my book at www.empoweredspeaker.com. For those of you who may be listening to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show for the first time, here's what you can expect. This show will provide guests who will motivate you, inspire you, and give you tools to activate your goals and dreams, whether those dreams are entrepreneurial, corporate, or personal. Today, I have yet another special guest to help me do just that, Jamie Broderick is the founder of Network Now and has a love of teaching, a sense of fun, and a passion to help women succeed. She has the uncanny ability to connect people together and provide just the right advice. Her 25 years of business experience as a CPA and even more years of party throwing provide this organization with a unique mix of talents. She gives you the confidence and motivation you need to get over the fear and move forward. She is extremely creative and knowledgeable, and her enthusiasm and energy are contagious. She is never afraid to learn something new or take on a challenge and is referred to as Network Now's fearless leader. Jamie Broderick, welcome to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show. Hi, thanks for having me. You are so welcome. I'm glad you could be with us. Hey, I always start my radio show by asking my guest, to tell us something about you that wasn't in your bio. And there wasn't a ton in your bio, so you have a lot to lot to choose from. Tell us something we didn't know. Oh, when people meet me, they are surprised that I am a CPA because, you know, there's a stigma attached to accountants, and I have a bigger personality than you would usually find in a CPA. Well, so that's a, that's a great segue. So you were a CPA. Tell us your background because I, I read in your bio that you are, um, I guess, the pre- the founder of Network Now, which we'll talk about in just a minute what that business is. But tell us your background that gets you up to the CPA, and then how you've now how you've made that transition. Well, I went to Rutgers College in New Jersey, and I worked in the internal audit department of three companies, and then stayed on with Nabisco and did general accounting and finance, and then became a controller at White Rose Foods. And when my husband decided to move for a job, we packed up and went to Kentucky from New Jersey, and we started uh, having a family, so I only worked part-time. So I was doing taxes for Coopers and Librand Mm part-time. And after a few years of taxes in Kentucky and then California and then Pennsylvania... I ended mm-hmm. up, but I still am. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that uh, it, it just wasn't really me. I love the people interaction piece of it, but um, accounting is just—it's a little dry. <laughs> it's wow. a great background. It's a great background to have because now I can advise people on business because I have a lot of finance and accounting background. Okay. But wow. um, I love helping. I love helping other people with their businesses. So my new company I started actually by just helping some friends get the get the word out about their business. Mhm. 
So what was the, because a lot of, a lot of what the Faith to Conquer Radio show is about is really helping people to understand my guest journey. How did you come to making certain decisions in your life? Because at any given time, all of us, I would imagine, if we haven't yet, we will, come to a point in your life where you question if the path that you're currently on is really the path you're supposed to be on. Are you really utilizing the skill sets and the passions and doing those things that you really feel like you're called to do? So you, you went from Kentucky to California to now Pennsylvania, and I'm guessing you were having some feelings of this might not be the thing all that time, or did you hit a certain point? What happened to make you make this change from CPA to what is now your new business? Well, I guess I had stopped learning by then. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a great career, and I moved up the ladder quickly, lots of promotions, definitely a really good um, major to have in college, accounting with an, and economics. Mm-hmm. But I guess I reached uh, a point where I wasn't feeling like I was being challenged, and where else was there to go? Maybe CFO would be the next stop, but... Um, I did also did a lot of accounting for nonprofits. I was the treasurer for junior leagues in a few different cities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted something new, a new challenge. So I started learning and just launched Network Now. And it's amazing. People have watched from the eight years that I've been running it, and they say I've tra- you know I've transformed to somebody that was I literally started with like 12 members in my kitchen. Now have a big wide impact with my network. Let's talk about network now. Tell us what specifically that is. What did you start it off to be and what has it now become? It started as a networking organization that helped women entrepreneurs, mostly solopreneurs, start and build a business and get connected with others that can help them do that. Mm -hmm. We always had the nonprofit aspect in it that we would help local community nonprofits. We still do that. And then we added in some business training and then more recently publicity and promotion. Um, Now our focus is actually, although we still help the starters, our focus now is to help people that have successful viable brands get access to VIPs and get publicity and basically shine the light on them and show the world how great they are. What is your website? NetworkNowConnections.com. Network now. And I want and to take a minute to tell tell my guests how you and I are connected because actually I think we are connected indirectly <laughs> um, through a person that ended up being on my radio show who was a part of your Network Now organization. And correct me if I'm wrong because I meet a lot of people, so I'm, I'm thinking this is how we met. Um, and she said... Jamie Broderick is a great person for you to know. And I I think I reached out to you somehow, and you have sent me a lot of the guests who have been on my radio show. So great testament to, um, a live testimonial, I should say, to the type of work that you do because you certainly are, you do a great job of vetting out those people that would be a good fit. I mean, I can remember a couple of emails from you specifically where you've given me names of three, you know, two or three people, and this is what this person does, this is what this person does, this is what this person does. 
Would any of them be a good fit for your show? And if so, here's their information for you to contact them directly. And that has been so helpful because you'd be surprised how many, how hard it is sometimes to get a guest for a radio show. I, said, I would uh, think everybody yeah. wants to be on the radio. <laughs> Doesn't everybody want to be on the radio? But you've done a great job of that. So I, I can, again, offer just a personal testimonial being on the receiving side of the networking opportunities that you give um, to the women specifically who are within your organization. So I personally um, benefited from that. Well, thank you for the testimonial, and you are welcome for the referral. <laughs> that's good. That's good stuff. So let's but, start. You know, next, I was just I was just going to say that that is what networking is all about, though. It's about being a source and being a resource and helping people with whatever it is they're trying to achieve, whether it's having a radio show and having content for that show or anything else. Mm-hmm. Networking is, in some people's vocabulary, is kind of a dirty term. And networking, everybody knows what it is and knows what it's supposed to be. doesn't always show up that way. What would you say, how would you define networking? And then what would you say to people who feel like they just don't have the gift of gab or whatever they feel is necessary to be a good networker? Yeah. Um, A lot of people think they need to have an elevator speech and be ready Mm -hmm. with a fist full of cards and they're standing the room for their next victim. And it's all about selling (laughs) the the first time you meet people. (laughs) It's not that at all. It's not that. It's, It's actually more listening. So asking the right questions and trying to find out what somebody's needs are, their frustrations, their struggles, their fears, their dreams, and figuring out who do I know that can help this person if it's not me, mm-hmm. and what can I do mm-hmm. to you know help them alleviate their fears or or help them achieve their dreams. And if you just pay attention and listen, you can be a great resource. And then it's all about following up. You know, sending an email, connecting on LinkedIn, giving a call. It's kind of the same way. I think we were introduced either by Vicky or Sue or both. And just staying in touch and being helpful is what it's all about. I think you said something something um, great there, and I didn't want people to miss it. And it, you said it's all about listening versus talking because we think we just have to, to your point, whole elevator speech, here's my 30-second, whatever, one-minute spiel, I'm not going to take a breath until I'm done, and then I want you to buy something. <laughs> okay, so yep. that's the first thing. But the listening piece was the, was the other piece I wanted people to make sure they heard, and listening for understanding of what other people need. And I think we don't do enough of that because I can tell you the number of conversations I've had with people, and clearly you do the same thing, but just in that conversation, you do indeed hear what people need and the value. You feel good, at least I do, when you can refer them to somebody else. Even if that person can't help them directly, they probably know somebody who can, which is even more connections, which is even more networking. Um, I always get this, this uh, the name of this book wrong, but it's Seven Degrees of Separation. Is that it? Yeah. It's like, it's about, yeah, something about Kevin seven, Bacon, I believe. Something, something. Yes, <laughs> I get it wrong. One day I'm going to look it up so I actually know what I'm talking about. I use this every I talk about it all the time and I get to get it right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that is key. If people really go into networking thinking about what is it that I could possibly offer, whether it's another resource, whether it be your services, but if you go in with a kind of what I call a servant's heart, a servant's mentality, I think you wouldn't be considered as such a negative thing. Right. 
not yeah. and not going in expecting anything in return, at least not immediately. Yeah. You know, yeah. down the road, yeah. down the road when you do need something, there will be a whole slew of people that are ready to say yes to you because you've been so supportive of them. So when mm-hmm. we have events, I can get a lineup of VIPs to show up because I've been so helpful to them, and I don't right. do it like I'm not conniving and figuring out, who, what can I get from this person, so I'll do this and that. It's just, I, I res- certain people, their values resonate with me. I love the work they do. I like them as a person, so I help them. So whether it's a, a nonprofit that they're passionate about, perhaps I'll do a drive for that or just give publicity to that nonprofit site. Whatever it is that they are passionate about or need help with, no matter where they are in the food chain, too. Everyone needs help, whether they're, mm-hmm. you know, super super successful or just starting. Yeah, because the help is needed regardless. I mean, the networking really does never stop. I mean, from the time you're you're starting out and just needing people to, my gosh, let me just see somebody who is doing something remotely similar to what I'm doing so that I don't have, my learning curve is not so steep to as you said, the more established people who on the outside look like they have it completely going on, but for the business to continue to grow, they have to continue to network. They have to continue to grow their resources. So I love it. Why women? Why do you why are you specifically targeting women as part of your your as your organization, as the basis of your organization? How long, how much time do we have? <laughs> you got you got a little time but... <laughs> um well I don't I even even though it is 2016, I don't feel women get as much respect in the business world as men do still. Mm-hmm. You know, we still don't have that female president in office. We're just not taking it seriously. Um, I've been to events at other organizations where it's mixed sex, and I've had older men come up and say, hey, you're my girl. I'm like, I'm not your girl. (laughs) That stuff just gets under my skin. But I guess guess there's also a piece of it that goes way back to when I was a kid. When I, uh, the whole piece about making, having people reach their potential and shining the spotlight on them, there was Mm -hmm. so much dysfunction in my house that I felt invisible as a kid. So I just want to give women a voice and make them understand how amazing they are and the strengths that they have and just to put themselves out there in the world and accomplish everything that they possibly can. Yeah, that, I love that. I love that. And I think you're right. I mean, more and more, a lot of the guests I have on my show have that, a very similar philosophy, certainly not the same philosophy, but philosophy, but a very similar philosophy. And I, you're exactly right. As far as we've come, we still haven't come far enough. And it is still very difficult to get that equal treatment. doesn't matter where you are, corporate, nonprofit, education system, it's it really is consistent across the board. So I love the fact that, again, you have an organization that really does what a lot of women, I don't feel, strategically do well. I think women are great relationship builders, which is why networking should be a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I, that's, that's certainly a gap, and, and I I love what you're doing. And I've been following you, like, I guess, remotely 
I think probably for a couple of years, right? I think we've, we've probably been connected for at least about a year and a half or so. Probably. And I'm watching you evolve, even your, you know, your business evolve. You've been doing it, as you said, I think eight years. Right. And so talk to me about, because I want people to see this, this transition you've made and what I call this leap of faith, because as I've been reading about your most recent expansion, it excites me for something I'm currently working on. So I want people to understand how you started, where you, you know, where, where you started, what you started with, what, what your, what the business model was, and now what you're shifting to in your network now organization. Okay. Well, eight years ago, I started as and built, then built for eight years a local networking organization. So it was members within the Bucks County, Pennsylvania area, and maybe you know a few into New Jersey and some down to Philadelphia. But a couple months ago, I launched a virtual membership, which is national. So we're in five of 50 states so far. It's a, you know, you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I, there is so much that you can do online now. So yeah. I can provide value to people, whether they're looking for connections, coaching, or publicity. I can do that all on the phone or, or on the computer. Mm-hmm. I still have offer local and um, inner circle, which is like the local premium membership here in the Bucks County, Pennsylvania area. But the national virtual membership is so exciting to me. There, um, there's a woman in Utah, another in California, in New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania so far. So um, I've got each coast. I just have to fill in the middle. <laughs> How did you, when did you decide? I mean, eight years you kind of were following the same business model. Have you always had a vision for national expansion? Well, a lot of people have said, oh, I wish you had a chapter out here. But it's, mm-hmm. what we do is so personalized that I can't just put it in a box and duplicate it. Mm-hmm. I want, and I want everybody to help. The whole point of a network is that everyone supports everyone else. So the ones that are the leaders and the mentors, they're speaking, whether it's online or in person, and helping the ones that are just coming up the ranks. No, and I did not think of doing this national. I don't know. I just decided one day that we were going to do this, and we did it. So it took me a few months to figure it out exactly what I was going to do and how it was going to be um, offered. But And then we... Uh, updated the website and made some calls and started with a few members. So my hope is that we will have a member in every state by the end of the year. That is wonderful and inspiring. (laughs) Wonderful and inspiring. As I think about your business and what you've you've started to do and and your goals just for this year, so I'll call it very short term, just for this year, who has helped you? Who has helped you to think through, and you don't have to name people, but like from a, a type of person, who has helped you to put your this plan together, to launch? I mean, what are the types of people and resources you have to personally rely on to, to kind of launch this vision? I do a lot of learning pretty mm-hmm. much every day. But I, the last six months of 2015, I invested a lot of time and money into online training 
whether it was Marie Forleo's B-School or Captain Hawking's um, e-launch formula or um, Natalie McNeil's Conquer Club, there's there are so many people that are just a few steps ahead mm-hmm. that you can learn so much from. I just love it. So now it's execution time. Take everything yeah. that I've learned. And it also, you know, I partially learned for myself, but I partially learned because it pro- provides me with even more knowledge to give to my members when they are asking questions about how to market and run their business. What would you say you specialize in? So, that, well, let me start with who are the types of people who are typically a part of your network? Who gets the most value out of your network at this point? Um, well, if you look at the statistics, more of the members are service-based than product-based. So, perhaps service-based versus product. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, I have another company called White Glove Publicity where I work one-on-one with my clients to increase their online visibility and promote their brand. So mm-hmm. that is what I really love to do. I love, okay. I'm love i a natural connector, and I love connecting people and networking in the true sense of networking, but I love the publicity piece, whether it's making their online presence stronger or connecting them to the media or throwing, putting an event together to bring people through their door. It just, uh, just fires me up. I love it. And just to see them get more business and become a rock star online. You sound like you're having some fun. Before you, I, I glossed over this in your in your bio, and I'm just going to throw this back in just because it caught my attention. What are the years of party throwing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Much to my parents' dismay, my party throwing began very early. <laughs> but it's, it's all about the theme. You have to have a theme, whether you're doing a simple little event or a big conference or party. Uh, that's what I love about it. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. the partying part. I okay. really like to have a good time. But it's more about um, creating a great experience for people. So um, actually my husband and I are having a Super Bowl party and we have, you know, a Golden Gate Bridge for the table and, we'll, you know, have all kinds of themed things going on. So it, it just makes it really fun. So for business, even adding a color to an event makes it fun. So, everybody, so mm-hmm. for instance, we had a social media conference. And if you look at the little icons for LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and Google+, Plus, they're either red or blue. Yeah. So everybody dressed in red or blue for all those three days, and we took photos of everyone in red and everyone in blue. And it just—it sounds so silly, but it just adds a whole another level of fun and makes it a, just a, that much better experience. Mm. I like that. I like that. And, and you're right. It's just—it's the creativity and this adding. Yeah, it's just taking it to the next level. And sometimes it's not. It doesn't have to be. That's not a big idea. It's a different idea. No. But, I mean, it's not rocket science, as I always say. At the end of the day, some things are just not rocket science. It's just, here's a creative idea. Just go do it. I love it. it. Might as well have fun while you're learning, you know. You might as well. You might as well. Have you ever done Strengths Finders? I'm sorry, say that again? Have you ever done Strengths Finders, the book? You know, I've recommended it for people, but I haven't done it myself. (laughs) (laughs) You should probably do that. I, because you keep saying I'm a learner, I'm a learner, and I'm wondering because lear, learner is one of the I think there's 32 strengths, 
And oh. as you continue to say that and all the things that you've been talking about that you've done, you know, to you get yourself prepared for what you're now launching, you just sound so much like that would be in your top five. So, yeah, you should definitely take it. It's, it's very insightful. When I joined, uh, I worked for Procter & Gamble, and while, when I joined our Kroger team specifically, one of the things that everybody who's on the team has to take is strengths finders as soon as they come to the team so that everybody is clear on what your top five are, and as, and that helps you to know which projects to put people on because you don't want to put woo people on something that really needs to be very intense and focused because they just like to talk and have a good time. <laughs> they like to party. Um, so it, it really is a great tool for really helping to figure out your team and, and who has what personality traits and dynamics. Um, oh, you're going to nudge me to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a quick test. You should, you should do it. It's really fun. But I, but what's interesting about it is here's what I would ask you to do specifically is I would ask you to go through and try to figure out what you think you are before you actually take the test. Look at all – because I looked at all the descriptions, and there's just literally a one-sentence description for each for each uh, trait or strength. And I looked at all of them, and I had I had picked it out. I'm like, oh, I am definitely this, 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 and this. Absolutely, I was none of what I thought I was. It was such an eye opener for me. Um, but once I read, once I took the test and I read it, I went, okay, yeah, truth be told, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly who I wow. am. Um, so I think you I think you get a lot out of that. Just and I I mentioned that again just because you keep saying you're a learner so that would be that would be a good assessment for you I believe. Well, hey, we are close to the end here, and I want to give you an opportunity. I know we've been talking about your organization, your company, but I want to give you an opportunity to share again how people can contact you, whatever else you want to share about the company, or any parting words for folks. Okay, well, you can find me, JD Broderick, on all social media platforms. But you can just jump on the website, networknowconnections.com, and connect with us there. And if anybody wants to find out more about the National Virtual Membership, all the information is on the website. And please know, because we're just starting this program now, we are offering a three-month free, no-risk trial membership. You get all the benefits for no cost at all for three whole months. And then... If you love us, because I feel confident you will, you can either pay monthly or annually for your dues. How's that for an offer? That's a great offer. Fantastic. And I'm going to repeat that really quickly. A three-month no-risk trial membership to the new Network Now Connections virtual um, membership site. So I love it. That is fantastic. And I thank you for offering that to our listeners. I'm glad we we caught you on the beginning. <laughs> caught you in the yeah. beginning of the of the process. That's that's wonderful. And I wish you the best of luck, Jamie, as you continue to launch this. I'm watching. <laughs> I am absolutely watching to see what you're doing and how you're doing it uh, for search and reapply. But uh, again, thank you for being a guest on the Faith to Conquer Fear Radio Show. And keep sending me. Yes, as you find women who you think would be a, a wonderful fit for the show. Absolutely. And I want to thank, thank you. you all for you're welcome. I want to thank you all for listening to the Faith to Conquer Fear Radio Show with me, Christy Demetrakis. I invite you to follow me and the show on Blog Talk Radio to get news and reminders for upcoming shows. I'd also like you to connect with me on Twitter. My handle is at cdemetrakis, and on Facebook, I have two pages: Faith to Conquer Fear and the Empowered Speaker. 
This will allow you to keep up with all of the all of the news and events to inspire you to keep it moving. I'm doing what I love. Talk to you soon. <laughs>